I didn't die. I didn't face death. When did all this take place? Oh, my ministry had began in 877 B.C., mm. and I was taken up into heaven in 842. Why this great fall of Israel? Oh, well, let me tell you. Samuel talked about the kings. King Saul was the first king, and he was just, well, he wasn't very nice at times. And then uh, Samuel anointed David to be king. And David served God with all of his heart, and even Jesus said, David is after God's own heart. And, well, David, he, his kingdom, well, it was a bloody clean kingdom. And David, uh, David, when he died, Solomon became king. Now, Solomon was the wisest man ever to walk this earth at that time. He was very wealthy as God blessed him. He brought peace to the nation, peace that David never knew. He, he built the temple. He built roads and streets and, and new creative inventions. And people, the kings and queens, they came from all around all the lands to see Solomon and brought him gifts. Well, as time passed, Solomon made a mistake of marrying over 700 women. And these women were from these, these foreign lands. Mm. And God made it clear to Israel, you are not to marry, intermarry with the people of these different lands. Well, Solomon disobeyed. Now, remember, I've talked about it. You listen to God, and you obey him. Well, he did not obey. And with these wives came all of their gods, all of their idols. And in Solomon's old age, he bowed down and worshipped those idols. Ten tribes, and there would be a divided kingdom. Ten tribes would go anywhere they wanted, and they chose to go to the north country. But because of God's love for his, his son David, God left a remnant in Judah. So here's Judah, and now the nation of Israel. And, oh, John, the kings of Israel, hmm. nothing but evil. One after another, and I'll give a list in a moment, but one after another, evil, evil. Some were so horrible they would slaughter their own family. Well, the brothers anyway, because they were afraid they might become king. So Jero Jeroboam was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he made other gods and idols because, God, because of this, God brought disaster on the house of Jeroboam. And he died, and his son, Nahab, became king, and he only reigned two years. Mm. And, and he was evil in the sight of the Lord. And then after him, Bashar, well, Bashar killed Nahab. Nahab, yes, I pronounced that right. Uh, Nahab is evil, and he continued to kill all of Jero, Jeroboam's family. Well, God talked to Bashar, and... Uh, and through the prophet Jehu, Jehu is, um, I think, Samuel, I think he mentioned something about him. And he said, I will wipe out Basha's family and his friends. He said, dogs will eat those who die in the city, and, and birds will eat those that die in the country. 
And you see, throughout the years, there was Elah, son of Basha, became king. He ran two years, and he was killed by Zimri. And Zimri became king, and he killed by, was killed by Basha's family and friends. And he only reigned seven days. One week. Yeah, it was a weak reign. It was a weak reign. Okay. Um, so, then Omri became king, and he reigned 12 years. And his son Ahab became king and did more to arouse the anger of the Lord than any other king before him. That's saying quite a lot. Oh, you know it. Because the one killed his, his own family, his own brothers. And all of the all of the killing of royalty, per se. Then there was, uh, after Ahab, there was the kings that followed him, Ahashiah, Joram, Jehu, Jehuhaz, and then Johash. All were evil in the sight of the Lord. It was after the reign of Johash that I was taken up into heaven. So what caused all of this? Sin. Sin. Mm. Solomon married those women of foreign lands that God told them not to. And because of this, they brought in those idols. And um, Israel was forever changed. Uh, we, we hear in history, we hear in the, the, the Bible about the, the time of Israel and the, the time of David and the time of Solomon. And we hear of the great power and wealth that has been forever changed. Now, before you came into the picture, um, there was 400 years of silence. And during that 400 years, God did not speak to Israel. And then when you came, well, it was your daddy. Do you know that? It was your daddy that broke the silence. Mm. What was his name again? Am I putting you on the spot? You, you might be. Does it start with a Z? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Zechariah. Very good. Very good. I'm glad you know your Bible. So, so Zechariah came, and that broke the silence. But the fact is, John, is that because of this sin, nothing was ever the same in Israel. And as you were there under the, the control of the Roman Empire, Israel had no authority, they had no power, they had no wealth, they had no strength. And it all goes back to sin. Sin. And the consequences of Solomon's sin was, well, it was a lot, I guess you would say. Mm. It was phenomenal. It was through the roof. And we don't think, uh, folks, at times when we do something that we're not supposed to do, disobey God, we might not think of the consequences at that time. I know Solomon, I, I doubt very much, he thought the consequences would cost Israel its kingdom well and until the Messiah returns. And so um, you ask me, what, uh, what caused all that is sin. We must be very careful not to let sin reign in our lives. So, Elijah, I'm curious, you know, being a New Testament guy myself, um, are you mentioned in the New Testament? Well, in fact, I am. Hmm. 30 times I counted. I was, I was wondering, oh, am I mentioned? And, and I mentioned more than any other prophet. And um, I don't know why. If, 
You know, here I am, a man with no record of my birth, no record of my parents. Even the land I, I came from wasn't a very popular place. So why? Why me, Lord? And it, um, as I've seen and read, I, it seemed like the, the Spirit of the Lord was just in, in me, empowered me. Let me read something out of Luke. It says this. He says, then an angel of the Lord, I'm going to talk about your daddy for a minute, All and right. your mama. Is that, the way I, I, is that disrespectful? No. Your father and your mother. You That's know, I, to this day, I still call my mother, mother. That would be my, my earthly mother. Hmm. Um, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. Then Zechariah saw him. He was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear a, bear a son. And you are to call him? John. Oh, very nice. Very good. <laughs> and he will, be, he will be a joy and a delight to many. And, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or fermented drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. Now, people, today, when you have accepted the Messiah as your Lord and Savior, something happens and, and you have the Holy Spirit indwell within you. Well, John here, he had the Holy Spirit even before his birth. And he will go before the Lord, and here it is, in the spirit of Elijah. And so it's interesting that you and I here and we meet together, and, and it sounds like we had the same type of spirit. We uh, listened to and obeyed God. We trusted in him, even when it meant going to the Jordan and standing there and calling out, Repent, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. You obeyed. Same type of spirit. Even though you know it wasn't popular as you spoke to those scribes and Pharisees, says, who warned you, you vipers? Well, that was pretty brave in itself. It was. And you baptized many in that river, and, and many all around Israel came to this prophet that wore them, them radical clothes and ate some yucky food. And uh, especially them, them, them locusts, did mm. they squish when you, you ate them? They do, but you, you acquire a taste. You, oh. You do. You know, I think back at the back table today, we have... Some locusts and honey back there just for you. Perfect. Well, maybe not. Okay. So it says, and, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elisha and turn the hearts of the parents and their children and the disobedience to the wisdom of righteousness to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, if you think, since Solomon's sin, the people had turned their backs on the Lord God Almighty. Now, in the land of Judah, they had some good kings, about half and half. And they had some good kings. But the people never totally repented and turned their hearts towards the Lord God Almighty. In Matthew 16, 13 and 14, it says, When Jesus came to reign in Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Now, 
There we go again. Isn't right. that interesting? Same here sentence. Here we sit here together and, mm. and they compare us because they had that same powerful spirit within them because it wasn't you do, that did those things or proclaimed. It was the spirit inside of you. Mm -hmm. And we must realize today when, when God does something mighty and powerful in your life, it is not you. Don't get puffed up. Don't think yourself something higher than you are. It's God Almighty that works in you. And it's the same God that give us that spirit. And so some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah. Still others say what Jeremiah or one of the prophets. In John 1.21, they ask him, then who, do you, who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. That's what you said. Mm -hmm. Are you a prophet? You answered, no. no. Very good, very good. And so, but then comes another piece of scripture that makes people curious. The disciples ask him, why then do you, the teachers of the law, say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, to be sure, Elijah comes and restores all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come. And they did not recognize him but have done to him everything they wished. In some ways, the Son of Man is going to suffer in, their, in the same ways they'll suffer in their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. Now, you just said in John, not the St. John, not John the Baptist, that you weren't Elijah. And what they were talking about was the spirit of Elijah because you were not Elijah I'm Elijah you're John the Baptist right and he was not talking about in the flesh but in the spirit mm. I think I may have one more scripture in the New Testament from noon until three in the afternoon darkness came over the land about three in the afternoon Jesus cried out in a loud voice Eli Eli Shabbat and it means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Now, I'm going to pause there for just a moment. Elijah, and I don't mean to be puffed up, was, well, um, a man that was kind of bigger than life. And you know, folks, there's only three chapters in the Bible that really speak of him. Um, I know I was talking to the prophet Isaiah earlier today, and he's got his old book. Well, I didn't get a book. What's with that, you know? 66 chapters. And so I have three chapters in the Bible, but yet here at the crucifixion of Christ, my name is mentioned. And he goes on, and he said immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a, a staff and and offered to Jesus to drink. And the rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And that's just pretty amazing to me. That twice then at his crucifixion, my name was mentioned. And, uh, and then Jesus cried out in a loud voice. And, and he gave up his spirit. So my name was mentioned just before his death. Wow. Wow. That's, Isn't that pretty amazing? That is. And, and you know, John, as, as you can relate, I'm not worthy of such mention. Mm -mm. And, and I get back to the fact I listened to, 
I heard, I obeyed, and trusted God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you can do that, and it's not easy, especially the trusting God part at times, mm. we have our own thoughts, we have our own mind, and, and we want to do our own thing at times, and, and to just fully trust Him to let a crow feed you? Mm. Right. So, uh, no, good point. Yeah, we're not, I wasn't worthy. Was I? No, we, Not we, none of us are. No. Well, I'm going to ask you one last question. Do you have any last words for us? Oh, uh, yes, the, the word words is good because I have several. Mm. <laughs> now, folks, as you've heard my testimony, this is who I am. I am a man of God, a prophet of God. The word of God would come to me, and I would listen to it, obey it, and then I trusted it, period. What wasn't mentioned was my friends. I had none except for Elisha in my, in my latter years. What wasn't mentioned was my family. I do. Do you wonder why? Possessions and any uh, possessions of, of anything is not mentioned to, about me. I, I had the crows feed me. I had a widow feed me. I had angels feed me. It didn't mention about a, a house that I lived in. I had nothing but the clothes on my back and the sandals on my feet. Oftentimes, folks, you know, also, you know, I mentioned earlier, I had no wife and I had no children. And uh, think about it. I was alone most of my life, but I had God. He provided me in some of the strangest ways that I've mentioned. I did not face my enemies at Jezebel alone or Ahab. I did not face him alone. God was always with me. What about today? What about you today? What do you depend on today? Do you depend on your jobs, your money, the people in your life? You depend on, on your stature or, or your retirement. What is it you depend on today? Think about it. Do you truly trust God for all things? Let's pray together. Father God in heaven, the almighty God, the creator of all things, we praise you today. The Father, the God of, of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, you are the Almighty God. Today I lift up the land of Israel, the country that has turned its back on you. I pray, Lord God, that they would repent and turn to you. I pray, Lord God, that you would use them again like you did in the days of war. <coughs> I pray, Lord God, for this nation... I, I see this nation and has its, how it's turned their backs on you. They're living the way they want to instead of obeying you. I pray, Lord God, that God's people, those who have trusted in the Messiah, would trust in you and, and not a nation. Even though the nation may be a wonderful nation, we must put our trust in you. Help us to do that, Lord God. 
and where you have called us to serve, O God. I pray that we would do it with the zealousness of Elijah. I pray, Lord God, that our spirit would be strong. And Lord God, in that spirit, we would do things that are so wonderful and splendid because we know that we did not do it in our own, but that the God Almighty has done this. I pray for this church, O oh God. I pray, Lord God, that you would strengthen it. I pray, Lord God, that you would do great and wonderful things in the neighborhood around us. Amen. That we would be known by our community as a church that listens to, obeys, and trust the God Almighty. In the name of our Messiah, we pray. Amen. Amen.